Morning, Buzz. We've got a dream grand final. Yeah, we're finally here, mate. It's uh, been a long year, hasn't it? Heaps and ups and downs for the 16 clubs. But you know what? I think we've got the right two clubs who deserve to be there. And I'm not just talking about their NRL squads because you see the back page of the Telegraph today and Penrith have won Jersey Flag, SG Ball, New South Wales Cup and they're... The TAB, a hot favourite to knock off Parramatta. And um, then you look at the Eels and their great season and, and a wonderful win and courage that defence in Townsville the other night. Don't know if you guys caught up with their NRLW side yesterday. That was a magnificent win over the hot favourites, the Roosters. So they've got two clubs there on at Acor Stadium on GF Day. It, it shows that the success of these clubs goes much deeper than the two great NRL teams that will run on to A-court about half past seven on uh, Sunday night. Yeah, magnificent achievement so far by Penrith. But as we all know, Buzz, it'll come down to the first grade team and they'll be judged on whether they, they win that game or not. But out of the two teams on the weekend, which team were you more impressed with? Oh, that's... Loz, it's, it's really 50-50. Look... Probably Parramatta, and reason being what they're up against. To travel to Townsville on a charter flight the day before the game, and everyone said Brad Arthur might be wrong with that, the way they uh, prepared for that game. To And I, look, I know there's controversy over that forward pass. Um, what were you, you guys think it was forward? Oh, it was forward, but I didn't think it was as big a forward pass as some of the ones I've seen this year. Yeah. Well, as in, you know, I, I, I don't think it was a six-metre, you know, three-metre forward pass. It was forward, but it, and it shouldn't have been a try, but I've seen a lot worse than that one. Yeah, what annoys me, Loz, is the bunker nitpicks all year and picks up stuff that doesn't need to be picked up. And then you have something what I thought was pretty obvious, mm. and they're powerless to act. So I would like to see entire change to the bunker next year and the way it operates. And I've done something online, which is running on the telly website now. I think the bunker needs to be pulled back to try-scoring situations and to captain's challenges. Nothing else. Mm. No other stoppages during the game. And I'd also give them the power to act on blatant forward passes. So that try would not have been allowed under the system I'm talking about. Yep. And um, yeah, and we'd have less stoppages during a game for stuff that people really don't care about, the little tiny things that do not matter. But back to Parramatta, I thought their last 10 minutes and the grit and the term of the defence was just sensational. And they were the side that had got there the hard way. You know, they had to play football every weekend and the Cowboys were a lot fresher. And the Cowboys threw everything they had at them in front of a home crowd of 25,000, but the Eels would just not chuck it in. And um, I thought they were magnificent, but that's not to say Penrith weren't in the set. See, Penrith, I thought, were a little bit average in the first half before they took control at the end and... Yeah. So I was slightly more impressed with Parra. Buzz, do you think it'll be a tight grand final or do you think it'll end up a little bit like the AFL? Um, the AFL was a disaster, wasn't it? 
It wasn't great really. as a Swans fan. No, well, not only that, Clarko, uh, Clarky, um, it, it's the it's the television audience you've got to think about. And they only rated 2.2 million, when I say only, the year before they got 3 million to watch. So it was a bad game for the AFL, not just the Swans, that it became such a blowout. And casual mm. fans like myself and, and people who, who normally watch it because it's a major event turned off because there was nothing to watch. The game was over after the first quarter. So this is a real opportunity league to showcase their product on the national market and show that our game's better. And to have two Western Sydney sides competing is a huge blow for the AFL, who spent a couple of hundred million dollars on the GWS Giants in Western Sydney. I think it's a blow for the Wanderers. It's a blow for rugby. It's a... Because let's face it, Western Sydney, you know, there were so many people and so many young families who make choices about where their kids play, participation, schools, etc. But do mm. I think it'll be a close game? I think it will be, Clarky. I, I, I can understand why Penrith are favourites. They've got far more grand final experience. They've prepared for this game for the last couple of years um, and they've got it right. And yeah. I love I love Brad Arthur's coach, uh, in Townsville the other night, he said, look, I've never been here. I'm not sure what to do. I'm a bush coach and all that sort of stuff. But, look, I'm sure he'll get it right. And what I like about him, the Eels players, I don't think will feel pressure. Because they're the outsiders, they'll go into this game, nothing to lose. And they're a great football side. You look at some of the matchups in this game, you look at Jerome Luai versus Brown, you look at Cleary versus Moses. And, Lars, I was going to ask you, Dylan Edwards v Clint Gutherson. Now, what about their game? Mm. And, mate, I'll never work out two great fullbacks in the grand final. They're probably not going to make the World Cup. It's amazing because you've got so much depth there. Yeah, you're right with um, Dylan Edwards and Gutho. I thought they were both magnificent for their sides on the weekend. He just impresses me. Every week, Dylan Edwards, just yeah. with the work rate that he gets through. He's unfashionable at times, but he just suits that Penrith system so well. How fit are both of and, those boys? And, and Gutho the other night, he looked like he was the fittest man on the field. And the yeah. the amount of uh, yardage that he covered and got himself into good positions to stop tries, to support, yeah. uh, encouraging his team with his uh, you know, vocals. I, I just thought he was magnificent. And you, you're right, you know, both these players could easily slot into the number one position for Australia. But, you know, Australia at the moment are blessed with having so many wonderful fullbacks. But it's going to be a uh, a fantastic grand final and one we're really looking forward to. But, yeah. Buzz, what about... With um, this Parramatta team, and you know, there's always been talk about Jake Arthur, whether he should be on the bench or yeah. not. And I, I like yeah. him as a, a player. I think he's got a, a lot of development to go. But I'm just wondering whether, because he didn't get on on the weekend, and he yeah. looks as though he's only in this side in case something happens to one of the halves, whether yeah. they can go with a 16-man sort of team and leave him on the bench in a grand final. I think to beat Penrith, they probably need to maybe... Yeah change their bench up a touch? Yeah, I heard you mention earlier that maybe Nathan Brown to give him 15 minutes of warmth in the middle of the football field, and it's a very good argument. But, look, I'm a stickler for where, as often as you can, you go with the 17 players who have delivered each week and got them to where they are. Mm. Now, Parramatta are a bit different. 
and I, I pointed out in the column today, they have no other cover for, um, as far as I'm concerned, for Mitchell Moses, should anything happen, and Jake's there as insurance. You, you look at that Cowboys side, I tried to work out what had happened if Townsend had been hurt. And they'd probably move Deard into half, Drinkwater to 5'8", Holmes to fullback and bring the hammer on in the centres. The Rabbitohs carried Cody Nicarima, who didn't make a lot of impression when he ever he got on the football field, a bit like Jake Arthur, but he's there to cover for an injury in the half. Same with Penrith. They've got Jamin Salmon there. He played New South Wales under-19s as a 5'8". So uh, Brad Arthur's covering all bases. You could, some might say, oh, they've already got Bryce Cartwright there in Jersey 14. Mm. Could he come on at 5'8", possibly? Dylan Brown to half. Look, Brad Arthur doesn't pick his son without taking it through the, you know, the captains of the leadership group and Gutherson and Moses and Paulo love mm. having him in the side. But look, it is a gamble, but it's also a very good safety first move as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, no, you're right. Who wins the grand final, Buzz? Oh, Clarky. Look, you, you know what? I, I'm going to tip an upset. I, I think Parramatta can win it. I look at the strength of their squad, and I uh, and and I think they can match. We'll put it this way: they've beaten Penrith twice already this year. I love their front rowers. I love Regan Campbell, Gillard, and Junior Paulo. I love their edge forwards. What about Sean Lane the other night? Isaiah Papalihi, Ryan Madison at lock, Reid Marnie at hooker. Now they're up against this. It's so hard, you know. Isaiah Yo and Leota and Fisher Harris, it's going to be a wonderful forward battle. I just there's something there that thinks. Look, no side's going to want it more than the other because they're both absolutely. I can just see an upset. I can just feel it for some reason, and I can understand that Penrith are favourites. But uh, I do know one thing: it'll be a wonderful, wonderful grand final and game of footy. It really will be. Yeah, I, I reckon it will be too, Buzz. It, it just feels like something special is is brewing, and yeah. uh, they've both got big supporter bases. And you know, I know that Parramatta will be out in force, but um, yeah, yeah, it's it's they've had a you know an extra sort of day to recover too, and I think they needed it from that that game up there in North Queensland yeah. where it was hot and you you know humid, and they would have lost a lot of weight after that game. So it'll be all about recovery for them. But yeah. there's just so many wonderful matchups. Yeah. yeah. The other thing, I don't want to let the let it go without talking about the Rabbitohs. And um, there's been a lot of media talk about Latrell Mitchell's game for South. And I see the boys in the Telegraph, Adam Mobbs and Russell Jackson, rated him a 4.5 out of 10, while Dylan Edwards got a 9. I'm not sure what you thought of Latrell's game, but I ran some stats today and I compared him to Dylan Edwards, and Latrell only ran 55 metres. Edwards ran 248. Mitchell, Latrell had seven runs. Edwards had 25. I was a bit disappointed in Latrell, but look, I I don't want to bag him because um, they wouldn't have been in the finals without him. I don't know what you guys thought. Is he still your highest-paid player, Buzz? Yeah, but when I say highest-paid player... And, and people got this wrong when I said he was a $2 million player. I never, ever suggested that this was in the salary cap. Well, $1.4 million of it's in the salary cap because you said he'll make 600 off the field. Well, okay. 1.4. Is any player getting 1.4 at the moment? 
Yeah, when the cap goes up, uh, Nathan Cleary will go up to 1.4. Yep. And look, he missed the first four games of the year for Penrith and they won all four and he missed those five games at the back end and did they lose one of them? Or Look, Penrith have been able to win without Cleary. What I'm saying about South is and his value to the Rabbitohs, he is as influential to his club side as any other player in the competition is what I'm saying. And the fact he played poor the other night illustrated that. But for all the people who wanted to bag him, and look, I think he did rate a 4.5. I am convinced they would not have even been there in the finals if it hadn't been for his form after coming home from uh, America. Do you think the the hit from the Yota knocked him around a little bit, Buzz? I I do, Laurie. Mm. I I do. It was a a big hit, and uh, he did look shaken after it, didn't he? Yeah, he he did. But but apart from those stats I peeled off, Buzz, he also threw a couple of passes that weren't necessary and put teammates in under pressure. Mm. And he was caught out the fence a bit, and here I am bagging him and saying he's worth all this money. But, you know, Clarkie... You had a duck at Test Cricket, didn't you? Did Bradman ever have a duck? You know? certainly did. You, you, you have your off days and off nights, and he chose a, he chose the wrong night to have his. You, you, I was saying a lot. I'm still not convinced. Like We're saying he's at his fittest now. I'm still not convinced watching the other night he's fit enough to play fullback. I, I, I think I think he's a better centre than fullback. That's a really good point. And when he first joined from the Roosters, um, I just kept saying he's a centre three quarter. The, he doesn't use as much petrol. He can be more explosive getting the ball, and and that they can design plays around Cody to, to get him ball more than the the regular centre does. But Wayne Bennett, I think, proved us all wrong. He just stuck him there at fullback. And you know what? He hasn't had any problem with his juice, with his petrol in other games, um, Clarky. I think Laurie might have hit a point that maybe that knock took more out of him than we thought. Mm. I, I thought it rocked him. I really did. Mm. And, yeah. and I still think he, he you know, needs to work on his fitness mm. if you're going to play fullback. But I think yeah. the fact that he was rocked, I think, I think that sort of put him, pushed him sure. back a bit. I, I, I think he was really feeling the effects of that, that hit. Yeah. yeah. Look, I don't know if he was carrying anything because the week before, I don't think he was at his best against Cronulla either. But I stick by the two million only because I think he's the biggest thing in rugby league as a personality, mm. as a turnstile clicker, as a person who makes you turn on the television to watch. He's the biggest in Sonny Bill Williams. That's just my opinion. And, you know, I, I, I speak to a lot of corporate people about the opportunities are there from the Telstras, from the Fox Sports, the KOs, the Channel 9s, the Kellogg's. Do you know what I'm talking about, Guy? Mm. You don't sound convinced, Loz? No, 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 I, I do, mate. I, I think his personality, you know, the, the personality side of him is the thing that's driving it all. Yeah, uh, you know, if you, if you just talk? want to judge it on footy performances... You look at it and go, he can give us a lot more. He gives us, he can give us a lot more than what he's giving us at the moment. Mm. But on top of yeah. everything, because he's a personality, and I think I said to you the other night, I, I, I want to see Latrell do more in a game because I get excited about the things that he does because he does things that other players can't yeah. do.
doubt but he's that. a different type of player to a Dylan Edwards or a James Tedesco. Yeah. And I and I understand. He is. He is. You know, he's just he's not that work rate type player. But if you give him plenty of possession inside the attacking zone, he just comes up with play after play after play that just bamboozles the opposition defence, and that's what makes him yeah. so good. And that, but as for his personality too, all this stuff. Remember, he missed training at Redfern the other day, and he said the Ferraris in the garage. Mm. And someone sent me a text and said he looks a little more like a Ford Laser than a Ferrari, you know, the other night. And look, he called himself Trell Milk, you know, milking penalties. But yeah. I, I actually love that. I, I do I, too, to be honest with you. I, 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 I read in the, yeah. the the paper today, Buzz, in your column, you said that, you know, you, you want to see more of it. But the, the other issue is when we see more of it, we tear them down. Mate. I can't yeah, believe we're honestly what, having this conversation. Exactly. It's exactly what you do. Let's build him right up. He can believe his own press and he has a bad performance and he's going to get absolutely smoked. Yeah, well, he's getting that's... flogged at the moment. It's because the media has built him up the last two months like well, he's the greatest player to ever play the game. So he's not. Is it the media's fault, Barky? No, but this is what media does, though, Buzz. We, we okay. see it all the time. You build someone up so much and now we've, now we've got media for the next two weeks to bag him. Yeah, fair enough. Look, I think... We're going to have a really get a really good example, Laurie. I'm sure he'll be picked in the World Cup. Your selector Darren Locke is the selector. Mel Meninga is, and he'll play centre three quarter with Teddy at fullback. We are going to get a really good indication in England with the troll playing as a centre, where he doesn't use so much petrol throughout the game. Maybe it's something South will look mm. next year. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Is that fair comment? Or? Yeah, no, that, that is a fair I comment. Think he's a, I, I think that's his position. I really do. Even even yeah. in... Well, in rep sides, that's where he's going to play. Even in the NRL. He's, he's not going to put out a Tedesco. You know what? Yeah. Think yeah. about him. We're yeah. previewing a grand final this weekend. We spend the last 10 minutes talking about him. <laughs> <laughs> you know Personality, I mean? mate. Yeah. 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 A bit like yourself, Lodge. Oh, no. Not as big as you, Buzzy boy. What about oh, Buzz the other night taking mate. a snap of me in the makeup chair? Ah, uh, yes. Oh, did he? Uh, at yes. Yeah. yeah, the sly dog. <laughs> I'm going to copy you. Wait till, I get you uh, wait till I get you in the nah, makeup chair, Buzz. Sparky, uh, yes, this mate. is a true story. Makeup take about 20 minutes on me, and I'm normally their toughest job. But on Wednesday night, Loz came in, and I swear he was in the chair for half an hour. No, Loz won't get it. They say, thank you, we're done. Loz goes, no, we're not. I want a bit of eyeliner. I want a bit of blush. I get the words. <laughs> oh, we'll hear some wet ones to take it off. Loz's like, no, no, I'm going home like this, thanks. There he is in the chair, pup. Yeah, look how sharp he's looking daily. Uh, Do you make demands? He loves the TV. Buzz Buzz came in and snapped me. (laughs) I'll get him back. He won't won't let him touch his hair. Loz does not let him touch his hair. (laughs) What'd you say, Buzzy? I'm a journalist. I take photos. (laughs) I remember that time I was in hospital. Just get the photo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is boring. You've told it so many times. Oh, Good on you. See you, Buzz. See you, guys. Talk next week.